at 83, I still am independent. And uh, I want to remain that way as long as I can. So it is not out of my reach to pay for Medicare Advantage, which is a blessing for me. And all of the other amenities that come along with it are just great. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next big thing in health, where we explore the big ideas that are making healthcare work better for everyone. I'm your co-host, Matt Isles. And I'm Laura Evans. Today, more than 27 million seniors and people with disabilities rely on Medicare Advantage for access to high quality, comprehensive and affordable healthcare. Today, we're thrilled to be joined by three seniors who are enrolled in Medicare Advantage to hear about their experience with the program. And today we have with us Donna Wildov, Jean Williams, and Mike Serbo. And we are so pleased for you to join us today. Thank you. Yes, you thank you so much. You bet. Great. Why don't we just jump right into it? And, and maybe to start, and uh, we could start perhaps with uh, Jean. Maybe you could each just introduce yourselves uh, briefly and tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from. Uh, my name is Jean Williams. Originally, I'm from a little small town called Bay City, Texas, about 25 miles off the Gulf of Mexico. I'm a retired educator, and I have four sons, and I'm retired now and enjoying life. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Donna? Hi, I'm Donna Wildup. I'm from Albany, New York, and I spent over 30 years being a special education teacher for preschool age children and young infants also um, in the same area. I've lived in Albany just basically all my life. My first son was born in Dallas, Texas. So I was in Texas for about 18 months, then moved back home. And um, my two children, I have one lives in Florida and my other son lives in a community residence in this area. He has a disability. Thanks for sharing that, Mike. Uh, I'm Mike Sherbo. Uh, I'm the... Uh former executive director of the Colorado AFL-CIO, a former state legislator in Colorado here, uh, that came out of the labor movement, um, spent a lifetime negotiating to get good health care coverage in our contracts. Um, so uh, I've had a little experience down this road, not that I'm an authority or anything, but um, I do feel pretty strongly about uh, good, solid health care uh, for us all. And, um, and that's been my, uh, my uh, uh, what's the cliche I'm looking for? A reason for being or something like that <laughs> uh, in my career. Well, well, let's find out what led each of you to enroll in a Medicare Advantage program over original Medicare. Um, and let's go in the opposite direction. Mike, let's start with you on that. Um, what led you to enroll in a Medicare Advantage program? I retired in 2015. I went on COBRA and individual coverage uh, for three years till I hit uh, the, the, uh, the magic age uh, for Medicare and Medicare Advantage. Um, I uh, went with Medicare, excuse me, uh, Medicare Advantage, uh, basically because of the brand name. Uh, I just, it's, it's widely known that the Medicare Advantage is a really good comprehensive uh, program and plan. Uh, to get under uh, once you once you get on Medicare. Yeah, and Jean, what about you? Why Medicare Advantage over original Medicare? I have Medicare through my retired teacher system. 
And when I was informed to re-enroll each year, the re-enrollment process, she said, we have a new Medicare Advantage plan. I said, okay, give me the pros and cons of both of them. And she did. And she said, uh, would you be pleased with Medicare Advantage? I said, most certainly from what you told me, I want Medicare Advantage. And so that's why I selected it because I have it through my teacher retirement system. That's, that's, that's terrific. Uh, knowing that you know, healthcare is so personal and so important uh, to everyone, um, how do you feel about the choice of doctors and hospitals that you have in, in Medicare Advantage? Me personally, wonderful. Wonderful. I have everything that I need with that group that I'm with. Uh, I don't know if I should say this or not, but you know, we have one of the most renowned medical facilities in, in, in America. And I'm with one of the biggest medical facilities here, Methodist Hospital facility. And so it's, it's, it's marvelous for me. It's wonderful. I have a choice of my doctors. Uh, they are great. That's great. Mike, how about for you? Um, well, uh, no problem at all. Um, when I went from just plain Kaiser coverage to COBRA, uh, to uh, my own personal Medicare Advantage coverage. I've kept the doctor, same doctor, all through that process. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Medicare Advantage works really well um, with, uh, with the HMO. Mm -hmm. And I kept the same doctor and been very pleased with it. That's terrific. How about you, Donna? Oh, and I've been fine if I, I, as I, it's been a while since I've changed the doctor. But any <laughs> doctor that I've chosen... And I remember a, a number of years ago, I did change a doctor. There wasn't a problem. And I have not had any difficulty with getting the doctor that I want in this area. It's pre they're pretty, it's very lenient. And it's a huge list. The list of doctors goes on and on. So it seems like it covers most, many, most doctors here have the, the insurance that I have. And, and Donna, when you think about um, over the pandemic, the time of the pandemic, what benefits come to mind that you've had through Medicare Advantage um, uh, that have meant the most to you on your well, plan? What have helped you the most in accessing care during this time? And I'd like to ask the others, uh, Jean and, and Mike, the same question. Well, for me, I haven't had to ask access uh, particular anybody in particular as far as care goes, and I didn't have to do any telehealth, but I know so many people that have through this mm. program, and it's been excellent for them. But for me, I'm a silver sneakers teacher and throughout the pandemic and it, I mean, the pandemic is obviously continuing, but they provide so many videos and so many things for people since we, I, you know, we couldn't do anything in a, in a gym for a, quite a while. So I didn't teach online, but I accessed the information in the classes and the ideas for me to enhance my class. So for me, that was the most beneficial during throughout this pandemic and it continues they they really seem to just they've decided to continue that benefit as far as the silver sneakers so they provide so many so much information not just videos about exercise but health related things and mm. how to live and just a lot of motivating things that people could really benefit from that's great was there a benefit for you Jean, that you found most uh, helpful basically the same as as donna's um not only that, they have, they provide for me online uh, nutritional uh, information whereby mm -hmm. I should 
eat healthy, stay healthy. Um, they provide those kinds of services for me, along with Silver Sneakers. And so that's wonderful. Also, uh, I, I assume this comes from Medi Medicare uh, Advantage and whatever is going on. I get free uh, deliveries of various kinds, like medical deliveries uh, that I get, uh, which is good for me. Uh, they provide a variety of programs as for me, uh, entertainment-wise also. And so I'm very grateful to that. Uh, they send yeah, out yeah. a listing of those things that I can be involved in. And I don't just have to sit here and look at the four walls. Exactly. <laughs> to really help combat the isolation that a yes. lot of people yes, were feeling during that right. time. Mike, were you dealing with the same thing? The um, key parts of Medicare Advantage that I've used, uh, I signed up for thinking I wasn't going to need them. I've used each one of them, the hearing, uh, the dental, and the vision. Uh, mm -hmm. I, got a, I got a prescription for new glasses, uh, had a root canal, uh, <laughs> and uh, um, got my hearing aids in, uh, <laughs> relatively new hearing aids. So, so those are the three pieces of uh, the Medicare Advantage that I utilize, which I thought would be a while before I had to use them. Uh, I had to, it all came up pretty quick, all three of them. So um, yeah, and the other piece uh, that I like uh, is the, uh, the the doctor's calls, the, the reminders, the nurse's mm -hmm. calls. Uh, Jean, maybe you could uh, share maybe how financially uh, it's worked out for you. Have you saved money with your Medicare Advantage plan? Yes, yes, I've saved a great deal of money because my co-pays are so minimal. Uh, based on what some of my uh, medical procedures have had to be. I paid little or nothing. As a matter of fact, they refunded me some money. Oh, and, wow. and so I was very pleased with that. I, I was refunded some money because I'd had some procedures done, which were really basically minimum in funding as far as finances are concerned. So I saved a great deal of money with that. Uh, I think I paid $5 to go see a specialist. And so I can't beat that. And yeah. so I'm very pleased with that. Uh, but uh, financially, it has helped me a great deal. And That's it keeps fair. keeps me from having to uh, skate somewhere else. Uh, since I'm on a fixed income now. How about you, Donna? How financially has it been for you? You know, it's been, it hasn't been a challenge at all to pay my monthly premium. And it still, it stays consistently. It goes up 50 cents or it goes down. It just doesn't change at all. And the co-pays are very, you know, very workable. And of course your annual is free anyway. Um, so, uh, you know, and this year actually they've increased some of the benefits. I know dental they've increased mm -hmm. and the eyeglasses. And as far as my co-pays, I didn't read it that carefully, but I assume they're staying the same. But no, it hasn't factored into saying, oh my goodness, this is, has really significantly increased. I haven't had a problem at all with it, which is yeah. fortunate. Well, the savings is a, a huge benefit. Let me ask what you all like most about Medicare Advantage. Is it the price? Is it the benefits? Is it the cost savings, um, the level of care that you're receiving? Uh, what's, what's your favorite part of it, Mike? I think it's the benefits and the level of care. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm kind of a lazy consumer when it comes to healthcare, <laughs> and I like, uh, you know, I like the, the the physician I'm dealing with and the coverage. I feel like I'm staying up on things, staying maybe ahead of the curve uh, with my healthcare coverage. So that's good, and and the reminders are probably helpful too. I would think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Donna, what's your favorite part of it? Well, the confidence that I have that I know they're there for me if I do need anything, you know, from them. So basically it's that way, but I'm feel still very, very confident that in the fact that I, this is good insurance and I'm very pleased with it. Jean, what would you say you like most about Medicare Advantage? All of the above, which is inclusive (laughs) of being able to afford it. You know, it's not out of my reach to, for financial affording. And so I'm, I'm very pleased with that. That means that I can take care of me without asking my children for assistance. Mm-hmm. That's so important. So that, yeah, that's very important to me because I still, at, at 83, I still am independent. And uh, I want to remain that way as long as I can. So it is not out of my reach to pay for Medicare Advantage, which is a blessing for me. Yeah. And all of the other amenities that come along with it are just great. Just I have the choice of going where I want to, to a doctor. If I'm displeased with it, I can switch over and go. And in a previous plan I had, I was locked in. And I don't feel locked in with this. So I I can go where I want to go when I need to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's a blessing to me. That's great. And you've all been so generous with your time today. Maybe we'll have one one last question uh, today. And Mike, maybe I'll start with you as a former uh, state official, too. Uh, what would you say to members of Congress who might be not so supportive of Medicare Advantage or maybe even thinking about possibly cutting the program? Yeah, well, I would uh, uh, encourage him not to cut the program or tinker with it in any uh, 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 way other than improving it. Um, We've got a government program here that has proven it's worth what like something like 95% of folks on Medicare Advantage uh, agree that it's, it's, it's a really good program. So um, I would just encourage them not to uh, cut it in any way and to concentrate more on um, bolstering it and make it stronger, making Medicare Advantage stronger. Yeah, 95% is pretty good uh, these days for just about anything, given it seems uh, we can't agree to to too much about certain things, but Medicare Advantage might be a better one. How about you, Donna? To make it clear that seniors vote and (laughs) people who have Medicare Advantage and are so pleased with it, as I'm hearing, and based on all the information I've been providing, there's a lot of people that are, are, provided that service and they really like it. And I would talk to my class that I teach and they would be right behind me because people would be very upset if all of a sudden they couldn't exercise at, you know, when they wanted to for no cost at all, or such a minimal cost. I think if you don't have, have what you need to take the class, but you can take the silver sneakers class for $5. So, you know, either free or $5. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be, um, you know, I mean, it's a very powerful group, the seniors. So I would really make that part really clear. Really, really interesting comments. And, and thank you all so much for, for being with us here today. 
Gene, Mike, really appreciate your perspectives. What happens, you know, to real people in the real world makes a difference in sharing your stories um, really is truly important. So, So thanks so much for joining us today. Let's take a break now to hear from our sponsor. 27 million seniors and Americans with disabilities depend on Medicare Advantage for affordable, high-quality care. In fact, there are more people on Medicare Advantage than visit the National Mall each year. If they held hands, they would stretch from New York to Los Angeles five times. Seniors prefer Medicare Advantage because it delivers better services, better access to care, and better value than original Medicare. 27 million strong don't cut their care. Paid for by the Coalition for Medicare Choices. All right. Um, so, Matt, on the heels of that conversation with those lovely seniors, I want to ask you a couple of questions that are a little bit broader about Medicare Advantage. Um, so, we just heard from the seniors, but Medicare Advantage also serves many minority communities. And I would love to hear from you about how Medicare Advantage is helping serve those communities and how they're helping address social determinants of health. Can you get into that? Yeah, that's a really big issue and important question. And, and just maybe even to step back uh, and take a bit broader perspective for a moment. When you look at Medicare Advantage and the people the tw- out of the 27 million individuals uh, that are enrolled in it, um, what's interesting is it is a, a more racially diverse population and considerably so uh, in comparison to the original Medicare program. And some of the statistics that we've seen is uh, almost a third of individuals are from racial ethnic minorities uh, compared to the traditional Medicare program, which is about 20 percent. Um, a significant number of you know, Hispanic and African-American uh, individuals, 57 uh, percent of Medicare Advantage enrollees are, are women. And so when you look at the population that's it's covering, Uh, We know uh, not only do they have significant health needs, um, but oftentimes they have significant social needs. And you highlighted the social uh, issues around social determinants of health. And we know that Medicare Advantage plans are very focused on meeting both the health care and the social needs. And we've seen that throughout the pandemic, especially. I think it's been highlighted um, and whether it be in terms of addressing issues with social isolation uh, that we touched on there. Um, access to nutrition, um, getting access to your healthcare uh, providers uh, through telehealth or other services uh, through the pandemic. There's a whole host of areas that um, Medicare Advantage plans have really expanded and trying to understand the both the healthcare and the social needs and, and how they all come together. So, um, you know, the program is really unique in that way. And, and in a way that the original Medicare program really, you know, isn't sort of equipped to, to mimic in that way. So let's talk a little bit about policy. Um, and Medicare Advantage, I know, has enjoyed some widespread bipartisan support in Congress for a long time. Um, is that still the case? Is it still being uh, getting some bipartisan support? Um, and if so, why is that? And do you see that going on for some time? Yeah, and Laura, you know I love to talk about policy. So uh, thank you <laughs> for the question. And butter. <laughs> um, and, you know, it has been really gratifying to see both the growth in bipartisan support for Medicare Advantage over time. When I think back, you know, a decade or so, uh, there really wasn't a lot of bipartisan support, but. You know, as as recently as Friday, there was a really nice exercise 
of bipartisan support where a group of 13 bipartisan center uh, senators uh, sent a letter to the CMS administrator um, asking her to make sure that she was protecting Medicare Advantage. Um, and, you know, anytime that you can get a bipartisan group that includes Senator Sinema of Arizona, Senator Scott of South Carolina, Senator Manchin of West Virginia, uh, Senator Rubio of Florida, I think it's saying something uh, that you're able to sort of work across, you know, the aisle in that way. And, and even more broadly, as recently as uh, as 2020, before the pandemic, um, we'd been working with a bipartisan group uh, in Congress and almost uh, over 400 uh, senators and members of Congress actually agreed on a letter uh, and sent a letter in support of Medicare Advantage. And again, getting 400 members of Congress to agree to anything is a pretty good sign that there's broad bipartisan support. So hopefully, you know, that's something we can continue to build on and 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 push forward in the future. Yeah, that, that is pretty impressive. <laughs> you don't get a lot of that these days, especially um, in, in this climate. Um, so if Congress is currently considering changes to Medicare Advantage, that would reduce health benefits for the millions of, uh, of people who rely on the program. What are these changes? Can you go into that? And why is AHIP opposed to them? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a really important question. And, and we're not just opposing things to oppose them, but because of the impact that they're going to have on, on real people, real Medicare Advantage you know, beneficiaries. So, you know, within the discussion that's happening in Congress, there haven't been a lot of specific ideas that are targeted directly at Medicare Advantage, but we also know that what's happening in Congress is, is very fluid right now and how all of these pieces fit together. And we're mindful that, you know, at the end of the day, if you need to, you know, save money in certain areas, you might look to cut. And so, we're um, uh, we're concerned that there could be you know changes that would essentially potentially add benefits to the original Medicare program, but that would not essentially fund those benefits directly in Medicare Advantage, and that would represent a significant additional cut, uh, new cut uh, to the program, and really reduce the ability of Medicare Advantage plans. Uh, to offer these, you know, zero premium plans uh, to to individuals that we heard are are so popular and really appreciated, it would force other changes in benefits um, that would be felt by by again real Medicare Advantage enrollees, and we we know how important these benefits have been uh, to individuals. You know, there are some other really technical changes that they could make. Uh, that might not get a lot of publicity uh, and they very again very sort of wonky things that are called like uh, coding intensity adjustments right and if someone sort of went to you and talked about a coding intensity adjustment you'd be like what are you talking about but the effect is really to um, reduce the payments that would be made to medicare advantage plans and again uh, that would either force premiums to rise or other benefits to be cut. And I think, you know, at this time, um, you know, just given how important uh, Medicare Advantage is, you know, there are 27 million enrollees that anything that would essentially reduce program benefits, especially for almost, you know, now 40 plus percent of enrollees is a significant, it, you know, would represent a significant cut and something that we think, you know, is not the best path forward. So those are 
why we're um, we're focused on you know what could happen in in these packages and and what would happen you know to the program going forward again as it becomes a, a Medicare Advantage becomes a bigger bigger portion of the overall Medicare program. So let me ask, what is AHIP doing right now to work to hold off those changes? Yeah, we're, we're, um, you know, we're talking certainly to members of Congress, we're talking to, um, to, you know, committee staff, we're having real uh, seniors contact members of Congress, uh, you know, like uh, the the individuals who we're we're fortunate enough to have join us, you know, today to say, you know, what they think about Medicare Advantage and and how important it is to them, uh, so that they know, uh, really, uh, that it's an, uh, it's a program that uh, is worth protecting, worth supporting and improving, uh, you know, at this point in time. And and that's really where we should be focused. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you don't know, if you don't hear from them firsthand, you don't know. So yeah, Yeah. important. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Matt. That's good insight. Very, very helpful. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this episode of The Next Big Thing in Health. If you like what you heard, please follow, leave a review, and tell a friend. You can also sign up for our email list at ahip.org backslash next big thing. Thanks for listening and see you next time.